Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Off the Wall Soccer Podcast. I'm your host for today, Zaza. Joining me on today's episode, Neges. Hello, guys. Good evening. What's up? How's everybody? I think they are good. Neges, how's it, how's it been? Yeah, you're, you're your team is into the quarterfinals of the Champions League. How's it? And you're still in the title race in the Premier League. So, how are you feeling? Yeah, yeah. Everything is good. Um, good days. Um, though we lost the second leg, which I, I saw it coming, but um, we needed the loss. We made that reality check, but... All in all, I think the team is moving in the right direction. I think um, okay. everything is going fine. Okay. Uh, get our second guest on today's episode, Messezi. Hey guys, what's up? How's it going? Your team just won 3 1 tonight against Norway, despite the whole um, crisis going on at the club. How do you feel? Um, mixed feelings at the moment, but we can just be happy for the win on three points. Oh, that's good. That's good. So, what do you think of the old um, license and everything that the UK government has placed upon your club? What do you think of it? I personally don't know. They have decided to sanction Roman based on, I think, his stance with Putin. So, let's just see how it goes over the coming weeks. I hope for the best. Okay. And finally, Beams, the Arsenal fan, how is it? Like, Weeks ago, or something like that. How do you feel? Yeah, I feel I feel very good to our position on the table right now. Yeah. And let the guys play. Ah, they play like every two two weeks. Okay. Last <laughs> uh, last Saturday, last Saturday. Uh-huh. And I don't see your team regularly. But yeah. how are you feeling? Ah, uh, yeah, it's very good. It's very good. Every is a happy it's a happy moment right now. On all our games in February. Started match it and I mean everybody's just happy at the moment. It's a good feeling, a rare feeling amongst our snow fans. Good to know, good to know. And as for me, Zaza, I am feeling good. It's been long. I've been on one of the World Soccer Podcast episodes. It feels good to be back finally. Okay, on today's episode, we'll be talking about the Champions League. We saw dramas, we saw delights, we saw joy, we saw sadness, we saw tears. We saw a goat get knocked out. We saw his tears on the floor. We were able to drink it. We thank God. So let's dive straight into it. Starting off with the Bayern versus Salzburg game, that was what we call utmost trashing. Messes, looking at the first leg, did you think Salzburg had any form of hope? Um, no. I just thought they were lucky enough and. We can say uh, Bayern were lucky in the first leg, considering the chances they had. Not taking away anything from Salzburg, how they played, they really played well. But the second leg clearly showed the difference between both teams. Okay. Uh, and, Mrs. Sorry, Neges, what do you think, looking at that scoreline, do you think, as, as if you had the Salzburg team manager, do you cry sad or you just look at yourself and say, we've done well? What do you, what, 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 what do you think is going through their mind? Mm, well, um, as a Salzburg manager, I think I will just um, think I will give them a pat on the back. This they get to face Bayern, not everything gets to face Bayern anyway. Um, but it's real, it's just it's just reality. You don't get to face Bayern and escape, except you are Osborg. <laughs> but I think he, uh, I think from the first leg anyway, I think they should really be proud of how they played. But if you are going to play against Bayern. That kind of format, too late format, you need to replicate your performance. So I think that they didn't do that and they were punished for it. Okay, moving on to the next game on Tuesday. That was between 
Liverpool and Inter. Starting off with you, Ebimi, what do you think of the red card given to Sanchez? And how do you think it influenced the game as a whole? Okay, well, for for the match, it was a very decisive moment in the match uh, because that red card really dropped Inter's um, morale. Like It's almost like as if when Madrid were playing after scoring to just scatter the whole thing. And honestly, if you look at it, I don't think Sanchez really had a... I don't think it was... It was a reckless tackle, but I think it's something you can easily overlook as a ref. You don't need to just... It's an important game. Don't you just give a red level. You can just overlook it and warn him. But it has been done and it has happened already, so you can't really to say anything much. Masezi, you know, like, literally, when Lataru scored and all, like, we, we saw this, like we saw the goal coming, the inter goal coming. Nobody could deny that they didn't see the inter goal coming. Do you think that if despite the red card, inter could have still gone further and tried to score a second? Um, it's hard to say considering um, the red card and all. Like I've said, there's not much he could have done. So the record circle, nonetheless, but. I don't feel Liverpool, even though they have scored another and gone into extra I don't feel they had resilience to go another 30 minutes with 10 men against a very attacking Liverpool side. So I doubt the moment that record happened, they are just basically lost the game for me. Okay. All right. Moving on to the biggest game of this week. But before that, as many might have not known, but Man City played sports in yesterday, second leg, intended in a new draw. Moving on to the biggest game of the of this week's Champions League between Real Madrid and Paris Saint-Germain. Starting off with you, Neges, what went wrong? Okay, um, yeah. Oh, for for PSG, man, I think um I think I think it was our same mindset because I think they were from the first leg. You see how they played in the first leg. You could see the discipline, you could see the desire to win. Um, but I don't really know what happened to them after the Mbappe goal going to the second half of the second leg. Um, and I felt Madrid were just the class apart. Aside how they play ball, that mental strength, and it just shows what for what it's about. It's, not, it's really, it's really. In some ways, basically not just about the players that you just have, but it also shows the mental ability of the players, how they can rise to just get results. And Madrid is like, is in their DNA. Despite people see that normally they are not really at their best, but they get the job done. And PSG, yeah, they actually used to bottling, especially when it comes to the Champions League. So, and when it comes to serial winners like Real Madrid, I think you don't expect anything less from them. Wow. Well, like you, you just said about mentality. Consider that, guy, PSG had Donnarumma, who had just won the Euros on the pitch. They had Marquinhos, who has won Copa America too. They had Kimpepe, a World Cup winner. They had Akimi, who just won the Scudetto in Italy. They had uh, Nuno Mendes, who won the French, uh, I said French, the Sporting Lisbon, the, uh, the, the Premier League of Portugal. They had Messi, Neymar, Mbappe, they had Verratti. Do you still think it's just mentality or just basically the fact that the team is not just good? Like, as many of us say, they are not just good. Um, no, no, it's, 
with the result they do get, they, they're actually decent. Um, despite their inconsistency, they actually, I, I actually think from the first leg, I think they were, everybody could see that, okay, this PSG team could actually not carry man. Like, everybody, like, most people could see, but little did they know that there's another factor that was in this consideration. Well, I don't think that they are not, I just feel maybe personally is a coach problem. I don't know. Um, I feel it's a personal is a coach yeah, issue because even looking at the front three, just spoke of Messi, Neymar, and Mbappe. You do that front three, you should be able to get results, you need to get goals. But I don't really understand what Port did. Um, it's, it's really more. It's not really the team. I think it's more of the, the person in charge of the team for me. Okay, Messi. From what Neges said, where you think is it? Do you think Port is actually the problem of? Um, PSG as a whole. Okay, um, considering the game, let's, we have to really look at that game objectively. Madrid had basically, they were, they didn't have, have like, they didn't have enough chances eh, prior to that uh, mistake. I can't remember a clear cut chance Madrid had. That mistake coupled with some mediocre defending Kipembe, Marquinhos, I don't even understand because that work class or elite defenders. So, yes, Pochettino, considering um, their current, let's say, form in the league, okay, their form in the league has been good, but during their cup ties and all, games they should win, dropping points. Yes, Poch hasn't really done enough, in my opinion, but if you look at the defending, Yesterday it was just so poor for the second goal for the especially the third goal because Madrid like were they scared? What was this, the so much pressure there? Understand where they were coming from, Shabot. With the caliber of players they had, it was just shape to watch. Okay. me looking at what Messi yeah. and um Lege said, Messi feels coach wasn't to blame for the loss. Negev has a part playing the loss. So, what do you think? Yeah. You think? Well, it, well, for me, I believe that PSG were actually playing well, starting from the first leg, even on to the second leg, up to like second, the second half of that second leg. They were playing well. They were not allowing Madrid chances. Then, just up until that goal, that goal was like, and just like a lot lack of concentration from the normal, honestly. It wasn't like as if the PSG team didn't you know. That small lack of concentration gave Madrid that self-belief that they can actually do this. And in situations like that, what you need like now might be like a leader on the pitch. Yeah? I said that was yeah? no lack that was no lack of concentration. That was foolishness at the end. Donnarumma, Donnarumma, he had time to clear. He saw Benzema from he turned. I think he was drawing. Then, huh? Okay, was that not a foul? Let's let's actually talk about this now. Was no, that, that, I don't think that was a another foul. Day. Actually, I don't, another day. Another day. He was just trying yeah, to yes. mark him. You know, as if he kicked him, he used his shoulder to put him. He didn't kick him. He didn't use his hand to That's what I'm saying, push him or something. But we have seen cases like that in front of him that they will actually give a foul. Uh, I just say, is I think in some cases they might give it a foul. I see exactly that one that they don't want to make it dressed. And in many instances, what PSG should have done, most teams, is to have a leader on the pitch. Maybe the midfielder can talk common voice, have weird, calm the game down. So, so, they, don't have, so they don't have leaders in their team. 
I don't think anybody was able to talk to the midfielders or come come together and say, calm down, let's count tempo. Messi is not that person. I know I'm not going to um, say Messi does that. No, no, no. Neymar, no, no, does, no, 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 Neymar no. doesn't do that. Please, I don't know if Marquinhos, Marquinhos is their defender. Down. Yeah? You know, what? Messi and Ronaldo are past it. We need to accept that. Let's calm down. I'm not even calling Messi Ronaldo now, Seth. I'm just trying yeah, to get somebody with him. I don't know. I don't know why you want me to call Messi. But um, Messi he had a he have a good game, yes, but it's not as if it's not something that I will not start. Yes, he has passed their prime. So I but can't really can I say something? Messi. Can I say something? Yeah, yeah. yeah but you know, good. after their first goal, PSG were kind of calm. Yeah, but then guys, the second goal came in. Listen, listen, listen. No, listen now. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. Listen. When Poch took off Paredes and put in Tesla, that was the moment they lost that game. Prior to the Razi stick. We are passing around Madrid. Came down. Basically, to calm it down. Because after the second goal. Like PSG were like I was I said PSG Madrid not even after the second goal after the first goal Madrid were like rushing. Yes. When Madrid equalized, yes, but it was there was, that there was a period of time that PSG had body. Yeah, like, PSG finally calmed it down. They calmed but like it down. the ball so went like, for, that when like I think four I think four minutes that they calmed down. Sorry, what? Even what you say? The calming down was not enough. Like so like three minutes, they just pass, pass, calm down again yeah. before you know. I just got yeah, the same one again. It was not the, the whole goal was like in 17 minutes or so. 17 minutes. Uh, yeah. Look at this. When um, Madrid equalized, Madrid kept were rushing. Literally, the paradise for um Idrissa guys was just calm the game down. We are, we are a better tactic than paradise. Make those tackles like reduce the pace of the and defend. Uh, and it was not a yellow card. Of the what they what they call it, Madrid's midfield. But like I feel like at that moment that was also when they lost yeah, exactly. the way they passed this guy was like he was not even there. I could say like this guy, I didn't like notice his soul. But I feel like the moment Mad- and he's a solid tackler and a normal but, deal, I don't know. To me, because that guy was a terrorist. Team should have person that is shouting at death in the amount of the PSG team. Calm the game down. Especially after that second goal, when they saw the second goal. Someone to say, hey, stop, like, what? Just continue, yeah. How do you want to, like, the captain is Marquinhos. When he's making mistakes, yeah. who wants to tell to calm down? Yeah, sometimes it doesn't have to be really Maguire is not making mistakes. Who does yeah. want to tell him to calm down? <laughs> But you can see when Bruno sometimes shouts at the players. You can see when Bruno is trying to dictate tempo on the pitch. If the tempo was, is going to was Bruno that's trying to do that. Well, like they lost their heads. That's the best. That's the best word you can use. That's happens, and it's, it's sad for for Messi and sad for Messi fans like me. But that's that's happened, and I cannot. They were, yeah. I didn't even expect them to win it, even if they went past this stage, because they've not been playing like a team that we're really going to go against the big team. If they jump Bayern. If that team, same team, should jump Bayern. Ha. Don't go say they even come on now, Seth. For the disgrace Messi now, give him 8 1 or something. You know the vibes, you know the vibes, you know the vibes, you know the vibes. Okay, so. Guys, just. Messi, Ebimi, Negez, where do you see Madrid going? How far do you see Madrid going in this Champions League? Starting with you, Messi. 
Um, it's hard to say. Depends on who they meet along the way. But I feel if they should meet City, Liverpool, or Bayern, they are out. But like, they are the three that they are most likely going to meet. That's what I'm saying. Other teams are the Ajax are there. Even Ajax, I think Madrid are not, I would like to put it all that from what I watched. Yes, Benzema, Modric, they were very, very good. But they are not. Prior to that, they are not. They are not that <sighs> scary. They, they don't. They don't. They don't um, tense the other opponents enough. Because PSG, like they were bowling them honestly. Up until they put. They, they put Vinicius inside pocket. <laughs> no, Vinicius for the first five happened. minutes was tormenting Akimi, but Akimi. Yes, now for the first period. Kimbembe and Marquinhos were collecting all the balls before Benzema could even do anything. I don't. So they were not just lost their heads, man. I just feel they were ah. just they, they just took their seventeen chance. minutes. How do you just lose a whole game in seventeen? Something you walked they, for from first leg to ah. ah. They just okay, took so, their chances against um. Give me what of what do you think? Yeah. When, I will. I don't think Madrid. I know they are a good team. Do they might give problems to teams, but it can anything can happen. They won Champions League three times in the road. That mentality is still there. They might, they might not play well, but they might be able to get results. That is another thing. But I don't know. I think maybe they might get up to like semi finals or, or maybe. But I don't really think they will go on to win it or something like that. Okay. Negas, what do you think? Um, I don't know. I think. I think actually, you know, I said before that Madrid, they were not really. Um, Get like how like they may not really show their work on the people, they actually get the work done. They may not play well, but they get the work done. They're experienced, they're 13 time champion, they're going back to back to back, so they already know how to get the job done. But in the current, like currently now, looking at the teams that have also qualified and teams that are waiting, they are not sure, like many teams, Massey, Liverpool, Bayern, even Chelsea. Chelsea too. So if they meet any of these, that. like even last Monday, no, no, let me. He's not lying. Chelsea too. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Especially in cup competitions. But honestly, I feel Chelsea, Bayern, Man City, Liverpool on a good day. If they meet any of these teams, they are not going to progress, and the chances of them meeting them makes on that high. So let's just say if they are lucky, they meet Anayas Juve. Let's just say semi-finals max. But the finals are not for them. I personally, I would say, I, Madrid are getting up that next round. To be honest, except they meet UV. Except they meet UV. But if they meet any other team, they most likely get knocked out. Or they meet my United or Atletico. Because like those are the only other two useless teams in this thing, in this Champions League right now. So the thing, the thing with, with Madrid, the Madrid I watched yesterday was in Madrid that just turned up when it's when it's mattered or they didn't they didn't really do anything throughout the game they just had that blink and they did what madrid does turn up that was just what happened and psg they fell apart in, in minutes they built the mansion and broke it down in just 17 minutes but it's football that's what that's what that's what always happened that's our last topic of the day this weekend, we see a big game between my United and Tottenham, which could as well be one of the deciding um, games for the Champions League, for the Champions League places. Also, in the Champions League race, 
we've been seeing a lot of climbing and and all recently we saw Wolverhampton um surfacing in the old champions league race today they they, they, they went on to beat watford about three new or so so Nigeria, starting with you what do you think of the old top four race mm. well, from my perspective i actually think um that's really tricky Naturally, a tricky one, but I think now it's actually shaping up. Initially, before, like from weeks before now, it's actually quite tricky, but now it's shaping up. Looking at Arsenal, actually trying to cement their place in, um, in the top four, and also looking um, quite funny for United because United actually had a grip on it, I think, some weeks back, but now it's like they are falling off, and the fact they're actually falling off is giving the other teams. Yeah, I think United actually don't want to give the other teams chance, like a hope to just get there. Look at West Ham, two points behind. Look at Tottenham, three points behind. But they are two points behind as well. And they also have two games in hand. So it's really fun. Even Wolves as well. I think Wolves are like four points behind. So it's actually getting really tricky. All thanks to United also. But um, let's see how it goes. Okay, so... Messes, what do you think of the top four race? Um, I feel it's pretty much. I don't want to say over, but I'm waiting for Arsenal to play their standing games. They have an outstanding against Chelsea, Liverpool, I think. They have three, so two of those are against top sides. So how they fare against those top sides really tell. But, I don't but see... you see, those are standing games. Mm-hmm. It can be come end of season. It might not be before. And um, who knows? You might... can't. You can't still. Uh, you can't you still send it for now. Now. We most likely are going to play one of them next week. You will most likely you can't play Liverpool. Two of them Liverpool. After. Yeah, we are playing Liverpool next week. Uh, that's but what I'm for Tottenham Chelsea, might be close. But just everybody is going to end season at the same time. Yes. So they will definitely find me and slot in your games in between one of them. So how you pick up points before those games really tough. Because I feel United, considering they played all their games, Tottenham City has two games here. And it's just, it's not really um, balanced at the moment. Because Chelsea United haven't played. Arsenal United haven't played. Chelsea Arsenal haven't played. United now played Tottenham, they are playing Liverpool. So for United, this their next games against Tottenham and Liverpool pretty much decide their fate because if they should lose those two games, I don't see any coming back for that. Okay, Ebony, what about you? What do you think? Um, well, I still believe like top four is still quite open. I know Arsenal are top four, but like mentioned, said it's not really. Until those outstanding games that played, nothing is too set in stone yet. Because even Wolves too are still trying to see their recent match really won for for Neil. They are still trying to show that they are here to fight and not just be there. Tottenham too. So at the moment, let's just be watching and be seeing how things. When all these teams play their big games and see how they fare, we'll know how it will be. But I still expect my team to enter top four. Sure. No shaking. Okay. Personally, I feel this whole top four thing could have been wrapped a long time ago. But then, United keep losing dropping points when it's unexpected. 
Arsenal also drops points when he's not expected. Tottenham, they win today, lose tomorrow, draw next week. So there is there are a lot of inconsistency between those teams that are vying for the top four. And like now you talk about Wolves. Wolves are just winning their their first game in their last four. This is the four, their first in their last four. And somehow, somehow they're just five points behind um you get they are just like it's how many points behind. On, on, on a norm, in a normal season, as they lost those three games, they should be like 10-15 points already behind. Be. So that's what the inconsistency is just making it look like we don't know who this is, who is going to end up here. We don't we don't we don't just know. Okay, so finally let's talk about the uh, league. Liverpool City. If Liverpool wins their game now against Arsenal, they go three points behind City. And Liverpool So Message starting with you, what do you think? How is this league title going now? Um, it's hard to say because let's not forget, Master and Liverpool are both really, really good size on their day, they can beat anyone anytime, anyway. So, uh, it just Liverpool needs to beat it. I don't know how they'll do it, they can do it, I believe they can, but. It will all rest on that game. Then onwards from there, keeping and coping to keep on racking up the points to the end of the season. But for now, I don't care. at one point I feel Master already won. I don't even know how Liverpool came from nowhere again. But let's say. Do you, do you understand? So like 14 points gap. I, 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 I don't even understand what happened. Even Chelsea, at one point I thought I mean, that Chelsea were so far, but now I feel we have a game here like almost 10 or 7 points behind there. That is, this whole cancelling of games it was just, is making everyone yeah, feel comfortable. Masti didn't Why even not? lose. How many games Masti lose? They lost the league against Tottenham. So when did they drop points? They dropped to Southampton. Uh? They dropped, Drop. to, dropped points to Southampton. They dropped okay. points to Fulham. No, sorry. Crystal Palace. Uh, Crystal Palace. So, those are the only three games I can remember. Since, yeah. and yet, looks like as if... He dropped Liverpool. I said Southampton. He drew with Southampton. Lost to, um, I think... Lost to Tottenham. Sports. Yeah, they lost to Tottenham. That is all. particular team, I think Leicester or so. Was it Leicester? They lost no, the- no. That's uh, um, uh, let me check their just in their games. I know they've. No, it's just, it's just they've, not, they've not really lost or dropped points like that yet. Yeah, just with some few games, it looks like as if Liverpool are just behind them, and it's just quite crazy now. I know yeah, Liverpool is lost to Leicester. Yeah, Leicester, yeah. I can't remember any other game again. They drop points. They drop points to us. I can't remember the second team. And they've drawn about six games or so. Okay, so Neges, you've been a, a fan of a team in the title race. Liverpool, being a Liverpool fan, what do you think? Do you think there's hope in no hope? Uh, there's, there's hope. Um, look at the points gap now. Look at the point that if, if, if your team is having that sort of gap behind the leaders, uh, you obviously have to believe, I believe, but um, nothing really starts in the Premier League. Um, we already know, we know who is ahead of us, we know what they are capable of. And I said here before that what City are in that first position is really, really very hard for them to drop. I think it was two seasons ago before we won the league. 
we're tied I think, at a particular time. City beat us to the league two points. We're still on second and we're training them right to the very end. So it's not a new experience for us. City can still hold on their lead to the end of the season. They're capable of doing that. And we know how refereeing decisions also favor certain teams these days. But I don't want to go into that. So what was that, that supposed to mean? That would be for another That would be. Okay, no problem. Another episode. Liverpool fans, please come to our accusations. Please, we need you to calm down. No, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that. At least, like, it's now becoming really obvious. You know, it's like, like I, I believe that primarily, generally, they make ref ref bad decisions. They make ref um they make um they make they make the refs make bad decisions. Purposely, just make the league interesting. And for like now, the top four going into into the last like the last five games of the season, the league race going into the last five, all those kind of things, relegation race. Because like, these are the things that excite us. Imagine knowing City has won the game with like five games, seven, eight, nine games to go. Nobody would be interested in that. If they wanted so, to be interesting, they would have not given that penalty to um they were giving the penalty to Everton in the game against City. There's an agenda, they know what they are doing, and they came out to apologize. It's not a shame. Everything now. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. They know what they do. Like, it's a meat. I believe that's what they do. Well, as for me, concerning this title race, I feel it's going to be this kind of. I feel like it's be decided on April 10th when Liverpool and City meet. Whoever wins that game, or whoever is on top, Whether like let's say City are on top with three points and they're still three points clear and they win, they definitely won the league. If Liverpool are on equal points by that time and they win, they most likely won the league. And if they are both on the same point and they draw, then the league is going to the last day, definitely. So it's going like I feel like that's when that's where me are more inclined to April 10th. Let's see what happens when Man City and Liverpool play their return leg. Okay, that's it for tonight. Thank you, Ebimi, for coming on the show. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys, too. Thank you, Nexus. Yeah, it's so good being here, man. You have a nice time. And thank you, Mezzi. Yeah, thanks for having me, and good night. All right, guys. We appreciate you, our listeners. We thank you for always encouraging us to keep doing this show. We, we also... I appeal to you to keep engaging with our account where we drop updates on our episode and also some of the latest football news around the globe. With that being said, good night.